Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. There's been another blizzard. Oh, Blizzard 2016. I wasn't, I came at the end of the last bad blizzard in 2010. Like, that's why I got stuck at home. So Mm. I'm glad they learned from it because I don't think anyone got stuck on the subway. Well, yeah, that was like, this year was so, they've learned, yeah, they learned. They learned so much because (laughs) the shit, the entire city was such a fucking mess like what was you know that was like five years ago because that was like when I was working at in Park Slope and the place I was working at wouldn't let us close early (laughs) we had like no customers the entire day like literally probably made $50 in the register and sales and then I got written up because I wasn't like working which is absurd like last blizzard seriously Yes. Oh, I'm so serious. The owners came in. We had asked them if we could leave early, like when we got there at two o'clock because it was like a fucking blizzard outside. There was already like six inches of snow on the ground. And then, and this was back when they were like, not, they were like, we're New York City. We never, we never do anything. Just keep going and we're not (laughs) shutting down the trains at all. Yeah. And, and I like called my manager and was like, I've at like five o'clock being like, we've been here for three hours and we've had two customers. Can we please like leave? like I it's snowing so hard outside like I want to go home yeah and they were like no so then we had like two more customers my coworker was sitting down at a table like reading a book I was sitting at the counter playing angry birds on my <laughs> phone and the owners walked in a half an hour before we were supposed to close and wrote me up for not working for being on my phone for playing a game, Did they um, write up your coworker who was reading. Um, I think I think so. I, I think so. I don't remember because it was very very shortly after this that I quit. Ugh. Like weeks after, because this was like in Christmas. It was right around Christmas, like the yeah. Christmas Eve or something like that, or the day after Christmas maybe. And then, like, uh, you know, my girlfriend at the time and I broke up like in mid-January or maybe yeah. it was early February it was sometime it was like late January oh right and you guys were working together for a short period of time right right so it was after like that not breakup. that long afterwards right yeah, I got, can you believe they wrote me up for that like blizzard's crazy but like this blizzard they were like hey things are cool it's looking worse we're gonna close shit down yeah Funniest thing, though, I was working at, like, there was, like, this donut festival, and I was serving coffee there, and the, it was crazy, and, like, everything was late, you know, obviously. Yeah, I saw those donuts. There were so many donuts. And then at a certain, you know, we were, like, running low on coffee already, being, like, maybe we're going to split early. Also, it's snowing a lot. (laughs) There's a blizzard outside. And then, like... The people who are running the thing get on the intercom and are like, hey, everybody. So, like, they just announced that they're closing the road. This was at, like, 1 p.m. 
No, <sighs> maybe 1230. They're closing the roads at 230 and the train, the above ground trains are being closed at 430. But the event goes still goes to five. We'll be here <laughs> serving donuts and coffee. And everybody was like, no. Yeah. And like everybody just like, like all the people that were serving donuts basically just left their donuts on the tables and left. We like cleaned up all of our coffee stuff and then left. It was pretty fun. It was hilarious. Well, I mean, Broadway had a similar situation where because of when they announced that the... Wait, when do you, when did they announce that the roads were closing at 2.30? You said it was I'm maybe 12.30? Sure. Uh, that's when I heard it, but I was like, I didn't check my phone from like mm. 8 a.m. until like 2 o'clock. I mean, I remember getting that like emergency alert, but I don't know when that happened because the Broadway League didn't make a decision about closing shows until like one thirty, when everybody was mm. already there. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. That's why Carolee Carmelo posted that video of her and Matt and Laura being yeah. like, we're here, but we can't do the show. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah. Man. And like Ham- the Hamilton cast released a bunch of videos too. Because also, can you imagine? I mean, mm. it's not about, it's not necessarily about like a show being better, but like when it's something that you had to wait so long to see yeah. and potentially, uh, you know, made a specific trip. Right. Oh, that's life, y'all. It's true. Don't come to New York in January for a specific trip. That's true. Oy. I mean, yeah, it's probably winter. much cheaper, but then you run the risk right. of losing or your specific trips for specific theater events. You always got to have a backup date. Mm, it's true. You know, it's true. like when I've traveled, when I've traveled for theater, I've always had a backup opportunity where if catastrophe, I mean, I don't think every time, but like I always have tried to be like, if catastrophe happened, I could still see a, the matinee the next day if I was still there. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't play around <laughs> <laughs> with my travel theater. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, I had it, man. I have to say, I have to say life Trekking through snow was so much easier yesterday when I was like, I had to go from my home in Manhattan to Greenpoint for this fucking donut thing. Actually, it really wasn't that bad because I have like, I have these boots that my mom didn't want that are now mine. (laughs) And I got a new coat for my birthday. And I was like, this is manageable when you have adequate snow clothes yeah i still don't have boots i gotta buy boots dude these boots that i have are amazing it's changed everything i wish i had had this shit when i was like fucking sitting in the rush line for the closing night of liza's at the palace oh sure like or the box office opening of nine to five oh my god oh that was a blizzard day that was your birthday yeah yeah i'll never forget that because you were so mad at me you say that, and I really don't remember it. And I feel like if I had been so mad at you, I would have remembered it. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you don't remember being so mad at me. I remember you being really upset. Well, I, I was also bad. probably just upset that a blizzard had. True, it's like something that I love so much. Snow had ruined something else I love so much. My birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to. <laughs> It's hard to do you deal remember, with that. Do you have like pictures or memories of like, cause you had, it was like an improv show. Like how many people were there? I don't remember. I don't even remember having an improv show on my birthday. The only improv show I remember that had to do with a blizzard was that, that 
one we ended up canceling the day that we went to see um, The Color Purple in Newark. Remember, it was like we got this really shitty slot and we were trying to like market it as like brunch improv. <laughs> Oh, because we was left like, from there to go to New Jersey, right? And literally, I no one came. Leaving from that that place, but I don't remember like why. I I don't really remember why we were there. That's why, because you were gonna be like this. You were gonna be the opener. You're gonna tell a story. Oh yeah, and then but literally nobody showed up. I don't even think any of the other people in my group showed up. Yeah, I do remember that because I just remember sitting around the theater. And and because I have anxiety, I was sort of like happy. Yeah. <laughs> and we were all just sitting around and I was like, I'm glad I don't have to perform in front of humans. Thanks, <laughs> Blizzard. Remember when you were going to be an actress? <laughs> well, that was just because I had, I had such a positive community from the theater when I was in high school. That's nice. You were like those people who auditioned for American Idol and are like, everyone tells me I'm so great. I don't understand. <laughs> well, there was another event this weekend that we haven't really talked about at all. Well, Broadway Con, because for we didn't know if we were going, essentially, because we can't afford to go. And then nope. we were not invited as press. But so you don't know that until go. they tell you no. Right. So, like, I well, didn't really pay that much attention to it because I also didn't want to be uh, like, oh, I really want to go to all these things that I'm not going to be able to go to. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, I feel like I saw a decent amount of stuff on the internet and it certainly looked like a fun thing, like, that I would have really enjoyed to do, but I don't have, I don't have that kind of money. I don't have convention money. No kidding. Convention. Conventions are expensive. Yeah. I wish I could have gone. I wish we could have gone. It would have been really fun. I think we would have had a really good time. Like it would have been a lot of fun. And did you know that shit? I can't remember who the other person was. Jen Colella made out with someone. Oh yeah. I saw that. It was Susan Blackwell, wasn't it? Susan Blackwell and Jen Colella. Yeah, I just got so excited. I didn't actually <laughs> just like it. ladies making out. <laughs> That's probably what <laughs> That's entirely possible. I mean, I'm torn because it's also it would have been super fun, but I also feel like part of the convention situation is for people to come and convene about Broadway and we convene about Broadway all the time. That's like true. not saying we didn't miss out and not saying it wouldn't have been fun, but like maybe that's the other reason I'm like, well, we live here every day. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think if we didn't live in New York and talk about Broadway all the time, once a week, at least definitely for an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Then it would be a fucking huge disappointment to miss out on this because yeah, yeah absolutely. I get what you're saying. But yeah, it's also it's a New Yorker thing where you're like, no, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I've been to the Statue you know? of Liberty. I haven't. When I went to Ellis Island, the Statue mm. of Liberty wasn't open because it was like 2004. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Broadway Con looked like fun, but they didn't invite Carolee Carmelo well, in addition to I us. Know. So you know she what? Was... I am way more upset about Carolee Carmelo not being there than about me not yeah, being there. Yeah, she was commiserating with us. Like, first of all, hi, Carolee. <laughs> Second of all, like, what? 
How you couldn't find? There was no you did photo booths and like all that shit. The signing tables no or whatever. Carmelo, signing tables, panels. There was no panel that was appropriate to have Carolee Carmelo talk or sing. Yeah, was there no like if it only even runs a minute panel that she could have Come listed on. her entire career? Women in theater panel, any yeah. of that? Whatever. It didn't really seem too affected by the blizzard, though, which I guess is good. You know, some people had to cancel appearances, but right. I think since because it's a convention, too, and because it's in a hotel, most of the people who were from out of town were, like, staying in the hotel. Yeah, it did seem like a lot of people were staying in the hotel. I wonder if they had, like, a hotel discount. Probably. I mean, it's the it's the Hilton in, like, Midtown, so it's probably right. on top I of mean, convention money, you have to have hotel money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, also, I mean, I think like, you know, hi, you and I didn't go because we weren't invited and we couldn't afford tickets. The people that went to this convention can afford tickets to the convention. And so you would assume that they can also afford a hotel room. Absolutely. Obviously, that's not the case for everybody, but the tickets are quite expensive. Like the cheapest option was a $50 ticket, but all that got you into was like the marketplace. Mm. So like, are you seriously telling me I have to pay $50 to basically get entry into like a mall? I mean, it's not like a mall, but like, right, you know, right. and obviously it's like specialty stuff and I would have loved to have been able to peruse those tables. Who knows? I saw a few things on the Instagram of like really cool handmade Broadway type fan stuff, mm-hmm. which is stuff I'm interested in, but you can't honestly ask me to spend 50 fucking dollars just to get inside before I want to actually buy anything. I don't have that fucking money. Yeah. And I really like, I've never been to one of these. So, I mean, that sounds normal, but it also sounds crazy. Mm. Right. Well, and so I don't know how well, you know, it's doing because we don't know what their finances are, but hopefully if it does well enough, they'll do another one. I'm not sure if they'll do it in January again. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good time though, because things are only just starting to rehearse, uh, for spring and something, you know, they haven't like nothing new has started previews yet. I think disaster starts previews on the 8th of February. I think that's the first one that starts previews. I'm so excited. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) So I don't, I mean, I don't know when, uh, I guess the summertime might be the other good time to do it. Mm. But then you don't necessarily have anyone promoting anything yet because new shows haven't been announced for fall necessarily. I don't know. Speaking of disaster. Yeah. You saw Adam Pascal this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. We went to Marty's (laughs) show, as you heard, if you listened to our interview with him, and we saw Adam Pascal. Yeah. It was delightful. It was fun. It was fun. I like Adam Pascal. He's cool. He gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like fun. He let Marty go put on a Mimi outfit and then came back and sang that song. The whole song. Yeah, they sang uh, Light My my Candle candle together. And it was great, too, because like when Marty would be like lost, he'd be like feeding him the 
Oh my god, he knows that entire song. <laughs> oh god, I mean, come on, in his sleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, not surprising. <laughs> How many times amazing. has he sung that? It's song. amazing to watch him. It's amazing to watch him perform that song. Yeah, in that situation where he has to help. Yeah, well, like, it was also a know, funny song because when fun. or a funny situation because when they were both sort of in it and Marty knew what he was doing, like Adam wasn't just singing it; he was like performing with oh, Marty. Yeah, he was. It was great. He was. He's a professional actor. He's <laughs> he sure is. Yeah, it was so much fun. I definitely I'm pro Adam Pascal. Yeah, well, and it's also like Rent's 20th anniversary this year, so we're going to be hearing a lot about that. Oh. They did a panel. I think it was almost everybody except like Adina. Huh. <laughs> huh. You know, she's busy. Whatever. She's too rich. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of rent, rent 20th anniversary things happening this year. Wow. I think I looked it up in, it, it started previews and opened in April, so I'm not sure which days, oh. but. Interesting. Yeah. I can't believe that was 20 years ago. I can. I mean, I definitely can because like, I remember listening to it. I definitely, I don't, I'm not sure when I came across it, but it was sometime in early high school, which was 97 uh, I mean, uh, yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight was my freshman year, so we were deep in it. <laughs> <laughs> that double CD was too rich for my blood. See, that's funny because yeah, my experience of Rent didn't—I didn't know Rent until I, I saw it on Broadway when I was fourteen, and I came to New York, and I didn't—I had never heard of it, but it. Um, uh, Mel B was in right, it at right. the time, so I really wanted to see it, and then she was out, um, which was disappointing. Yeah, but then that's how I got to know Rent, and then I think about the album sometime after mm-hmm. that. So yeah, but I was like late to it. I saw the tour at some point in high school, also. Hmm. I think junior or senior year. You want to know something crazy? Yeah. In retrospect, when I saw Rent at intermission i was like i want to leave <gasps> <laughs> i know isn't that crazy why i i don't remember i remember just not liking it or or i i don't all i i don't like remember watching the first act all i remember from that trip and that experience was like i remember sitting at intermission and telling my mom that i didn't like the show and that i wanted to leave and my mom was like are you sure you really want to leave like i think we should just stay and see the second act and i was like fine okay and then literally like 30 seconds into the second act when they started singing um Mm, what's that song called? Five hundred twenty-five thousand. Oh yeah, seasons of minutes, love. Seasons of love. I was like weeping and was like, "This is the best show ever." <laughs> That's so funny. I, I think maybe. Well, I maybe it was still just residual sadness over Mel B. Maybe it took you it took you that long to sort of be like, "All right." It's hard, especially if that's the main reason why you went. And right. especially if you're not going to shows all the time like we are, where you learn to to appreciate and yeah. understudy. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because I don't, ha- like, my association with that memory is not, like, I don't remember feeling so negative that she wasn't in it. I remember being, like, disappointed. But then I felt, like, my memory of those feelings is that, 
my discontent with the show was not attached to my upset that she wasn't in it. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, who knows? So who long knows? ago. And I feel like when we saw it most recently at the Performing Arts High School in Queens, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I was sort of like, you know, this show has a special place in my heart. It's a beautiful show. But... I really, you know, I wish that we could have seen what else Jonathan Larson was capable of producing because it's such a good first project. Well, second, really, because... Well, yeah, but second, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a really good early work. Mm -hmm. Because in retrospect, or as an adult watching it, I was like, man, some of the cracks are really showing. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, Jonathan Larson, who did not die of AIDS, by the way. Did not die of AIDS. No, he had a, pul- a pulmonary embolism, I think, or an aneurysm. That's what it yeah, was, an aneurysm. Brain, brain aneurysm. Yeah, which is still sad, but like... Really sad. And I totally understand why people project that onto him. Absolutely. I but, used to think that because I think the things I knew about I thought him that were too. that he wrote the show about AIDS and he was dead. And he died young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so everyone just assumed. But yeah, yeah. just general PSA. Did not die from AIDS. Nope, nope, nope. Well, we are saying goodbye to a couple of things this week. Spring Awakening is closing. Bye, Spring Awakening. I'm glad it made it to its close. Me too. I had some, some hard weeks. It did miss two of its last performances, though, yesterday. Yeah, what a bummer. Yeah, I know. Especially, Especially again, the people like that had the tickets and like maybe hadn't seen it. That really right. sucks. Right, but it is um, said to be tour, launching right? a tour. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So that's good. And Matthew Morrison is leaving Finding Neverland. Bye, Matthew Morrison. What's he going Bye-bye. to do now? I don't know. Go back to TV. I think oh. I read he wants to go back to TV. I don't think there's anything concrete. Okay. Maybe he can be on Scream Queens. <laughs> All right. See you later, Matt. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing a couple of shows this week as well that you should all come to. We're seeing. Hell yeah. Listen, I'm so excited about this show. I'm come so excited. Too. You saw it. Um, and I looked it up and it was even announced like a while ago that this was happening. And I'm, I'm just really happy that you saw it and that we, we figured out a way to go. It's called Bloody Bloody Angela Lansbury Murder She Wrote Live. I'm so excited. There's also a disclaimer on 54 Below. I'm sorry. Find signs slash 54 Below's website that says Angela Lansbury will not be appearing at this performance. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like they do that on a lot of their, like, like on the things that are like, oh, s- like 54 sings, Cher. Cher will like not that. be like, here. Cher will not be here. Like, Liza <sighs> will not be here. So no funny. No kidding, dummies. Well, because like certain I mean, crazy that's good. people will show up for anything and be like, I, I thought Liza right. Minnelli would be here. Right. The Evita, uh, the Madonna concert. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, this sounds really, really hilarious. And it's written, music and lyrics are written by friend of the show, Keith Varney. Yes. Friend of the show. Good old buddy. <laughs> My ex- old boss, I guess. Yeah. Also <laughs> written with Josh Lehman. Yes. Oh and, my god, I'm excited. This is yeah. going to be funny. And Kevin Zack and Philip Tarantula. 
I thought it said tarantula, but there's no N. <laughs> and it's going to be directed by Dan, oh, Jesus, this guy's last name. Next to guess, I can't, the guy who did Lestrada Jones, and every time any, we have to say his name, I have to ask someone how to say it. Oh my God, I have no idea. Whatever. You guys will understand if you look at his last name. Yeah. It's going to be really funny. Murder musical. Yeah. Jessica Fletcher. Feinstein slash 54 below uh, in a while. Exciting. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember the last time I was there. I feel like it's been a few weeks. It's been several weeks. It has been since before Christmas. Oh my God. And you know what else I'm seeing there in the near future is Alice Ripley and Emily's going to February. <laughs> Ripley and Emily's going to together again. I'm so excited. I know. I don't have my ticket yet, but I'm going to look. I had to, you know, work out the dollars and stuff, but I'm going to look mm-hmm. and, and get it. Oh, God. This was one of the things that I I spent the money on this when I, like, literally did not have the money to sure. spend on this. Well, and that's understandable. And not that I don't love those ladies, but I don't have the connection right. with those ladies that you do. And And it was – I was – had just gotten back to New York when they announced, or like it wasn't that long ago when I had gotten back to New York that they announced this concert. And I literally had a ticket to their concert over the summer that was out in right. like P Town or mm-hmm. Fire Island or some other gay town. It was in P Town. P Town. And so this was, I needed, I needed, I could not miss them. Right. No, I could that not makes miss sense. an opportunity to see them after missing. The opportunity to see them over the summer. I'm so excited. I love Alice Ripley and Emily Skinner, and I listen to those albums all the time. The albums that they made together, and that that live album. Oh God, it's gonna be like that. (laughs) It's very exciting. I'm so excited. Do you think? Do you think they'll release this as a 54 Below album? Oh my God, I hope. I wish. I wish. I wish. But you have to understand that the time period that they were able to produce three fucking albums was a really different time in music. Mm, right. Well, and that's the way true. Music was produced. So but 54 Below I, like helps with that. I think. No, the all the recordings that come out of Fifty Four Below are like Fifty Four Below's like, like sure we you have can record it. it and do whatever you want. No, you have to. I think you have to record it. Oh, they basically are just like you. Just have to say that it's part of our line. I mean, I don't fucking know. in my head, which I guess now that I think about it is is pretty ridiculous. They just record all the things and have it. <laughs> Well, they probably do, but they probably don't record them at the level that they need to be recorded to be released. Well, sure. But from what I've understood from talking to people, it seems like if you were doing a show at 54 Below, you could be like, 54 Below, I want to record this and release it as an album. And they Mm -hmm. would be like, cool, we can maybe set you up a meeting at Ghostlight or like whatever, but you have to put... Oof. You know, recorded live at fifty four below well, sure. all over your album. Well, that, and that makes is sense. part of the deal. But if you, but you then are they responsible should... for recording and producing the album. Fifty four below doesn't put money into producing any of the albums. Mm. <laughs> why? Why? Are you <laughs> I don't know. Annoyed? I feel like that should be a co production situation. Like if. Yeah, but think about the people that have albums from 54 Below. Some of them are completely random. Well, yeah. And those are the one those are the one ones that are completely random is where you realize that they paid, they just paid mm-hmm. to have an album. They just put the money in. 
And maybe maybe the people like Laura Benanti, maybe it is some sort of co-thing. It's a different deal. Sure. But Just like if you're the Shapiro sisters, 54 <laughs> below ain't putting a dime in. Oh. I mean, no offense to the Shapiro no, sisters. No, no, sure. They're I know. Great. I know what you mean. They're not Laura Benanti. You know. They're right. like 10 years old. Um, right. Hold on. Back to Bloody Bloody Angela Lansbury for a mm-hmm. second because this cast is nonsense. Oh my god. It's Sarah Styles. Yes. Gideon Glick. Josh Lehman. Yes. John Tracy Egan. Yes. And co-creator or co-book writer Kevin Zack, who will be Jessica Fletcher. And I had to look <laughs> him up because his credit is Clinton the Musical. And he <gasps> is in fact the one who played Kenneth Starr. Who's oh like my God, stop. the best. I didn't remember oh, what his name was, but yes, he's the best. You guys, oh, you should I'm all excited. come to this. <laughs> I'm excited. This is going to be so fucking hilarious. So the day you're listening to this, hopefully you're listening to this on Monday because it's happening on Monday, the 25th. It's at 930 yeah. at Feinstein slash 54 below. And apparently there's also going to be a, cel- a surprise celebrity guest. <gasps> Whatever it's not that Angela means. Lansbury. It's not Angela Lansbury. I, I also wonder if it's going to be someone playing a celebrity. Ooh. Ooh. I can't wait. I'm really excited. See you guys there Ugh. later tonight. <laughs> yeah, you guys better come. <laughs> Please do. It's going to be fun. Another thing you should come to, which I honestly don't know, there might be a few tickets left, but it's probably pretty well sold, is Molly Pope's right. show, <laughs> An Audience with Molly Pope at Joe's Pub. Molly Pope live. Which is her recording. second show. I mean, yes. for recording. Exactly, for her recording. She did a show last week, which I didn't hear specifics about, but I heard raves, which is uh, expected, obviously, because mm-hmm. she's Molly Pope. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that we get to hear her live, like record for the live thing. Like, if I laugh loud enough, I could be on her album. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> And you probably haven't seen any of this because you're not on Facebook, but she's doing a (gasps) sing-along of the best of times. So we'll get to be on her album. That's hilarious. God, she's a genius. Yeah. And like like I said, you know, she posted on Facebook, so no spoilers. She spoiled Mm. it. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really great. And she's the best. Mm -hmm. It's only a matter of time, I think. Before everyone knows. Well, now that once once she puts this album out, then all you people listening who are sick and tired of hearing us talk about how amazing Molly Pope is when you can't come and see her, even though you could watch her on YouTube in true, addition to true. find this album. Yeah. Absolutely. Watch all her videos on YouTube, guys. I filmed a bunch of them, and she's excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we have to talk about the big news of the week. What's, the big, what's the crazy, big? amazing news of the week. Oh, oh, oh. Bette Midler it's is coming real. back to Broadway in a musical. It's real. In Hello, Dolly. Can you believe that's real? That's happening. That's in our lifetime. I'm shocked. I mean, I'm only shocked because, especially when she came to do Ali E. Lash, she sort of was like, I don't know if I would ever come and do a musical. And she's only mm. ever done one musical on Broadway, one book musical, yeah. her right. Broadway debut in Fiddler. 
Yes. And she, I love Bette Midler. Yeah. And she did all of her like shows. So she's been on Broadway a bunch of times. Right, 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 but right. This is so her this first is book musical since the, when was Fiddler? The 60s. 60s yeah. or 70s. I'm not sure when she was in it. I think 60s. Uh, 60s. Yeah, this is fucking exciting. Bette I mean, And hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Yeah. I love Hello, Dolly. I'm excited. Oh, God. It's going to be so amazing. And it's going to be so... Do you think she'll win a Tony? We'll see. Uh, I mean, it's it like two What's years gonna from now. What's going to happen next season? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dodge McDonald could be back and kicking everyone's ass. Who oh, knows? Ain't that the truth? Oh, God. Bette Midler. I don't even know what to say except that holy shit. Yes. I, yeah, I'm having a hard time processing it. I've never seen her live. <gasps> Well, yeah, singing have. live. Not, oh, singing live. Yeah. Right, right, right. I did see her in All You Eat You Last, which oh was God, an amazing Penny, experience Penny, in Penny, itself. Penny. But seeing her live, I've never, I saw her I've in never Vegas. S- and it, to the, I mean, it was, seeing her live was one of the greatest live performances I have ever seen. Like, I have never, besides, I would say, as far as times when I have witnessed an actor, performer, putting everything they have and leaving nothing like everything they have is on the stage mm-hmm. Carly Carmelo and Scandalous yeah Bette Midler in Vegas amazing like legit where they were just like it's all like she especially because the other thing that I saw that week was Cher and Cher sort of like sleeps walks just floats she sort of just floats through everything that's happening (laughs) and 50% of the Cher show is like acrobats performing because Cher's changing costumes right and like 100% of the Bette Midler show was Bette fucking Midler like being amazing she like had like tricks like you know that trick that that they did in Hedwig where he changes oh yeah the, yeah, yeah. the dress inside the car like mm-hmm. there was Bette Midler show was a lot of that stuff where she was still like talking to the audience and stuff but then like the clothes Bette Midler Bette oh, Midler I'm so excited I love Bette Midler I'm so, so much excited. I love Bette Midler she was the voice that was always playing in our house mm, yeah that Beaches soundtrack was on mm. all the time. Mm. Oh my all god! Do you think? Do you think the Beaches producers are like Beaches? Get to Broadway right the fuck now. Uh, do you think they would want to be on Broadway at the same time that Bette Midler is on Broadway because they could try and confuse people into buying because people would know that Bette Midler is on Broadway right now and then they could sneak attacks, sell them tickets to Beaches. I mean, that's a good strategy. There's a lot of, as we talked about before, having to say that Angela Lansbury is not going to be in that cabaret Mm. show. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of people who get tricked by things like that. Yeah. People thought that uh, Bette Midler was in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And that Madonna was in Evita. Yeah. Both of those things are true. People (laughs) confused Newsical the Musical with Newsies. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it. People are that would be a good strategy. I think mm. it would also be really weird because she would like. I don't know that she didn't acknowledge it or anything, but she would like have to deal with it. That's true. I haven't heard anything from Bette Midler about Alicia Umpress. Yeah, no, no comments so far. Well, or Shoshana Bean. Right, or Shoshana Bean. I forgot that Shoshana did it also because I yeah. wasn't there, so it didn't happen. 
I mean, yeah. That Fuck, would... I can't believe Shoshana Bean was in beaches over the summer while I was in Seattle. Well, that was in Chicago, that. too. So, chan- you know, I know. you That's might true. not have been That's able to true. get there anyway. Very true. Ugh. You know, we are going to Chicago for, though. Kate Baldwin and the King and I. Yeah. But I just, it's like, I got, I mean, <laughs> she posted that cryptic tweet, which was not cryptic at all because everyone knew exactly <laughs> what it meant. Well, but it was so hard to believe. Like, I came well, exactly. home and read it to Shady, like my roommate, and she was staring at me with these wide eyes being like, is that real? Is that fake? What is that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, well, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know it what it could meant- possibly else be referencing, but also what? Well, is and that- it could have be true? been different things. It could have been a movie version. It could have been mm. like a concert version, you know, mm. not necessarily a full Broadway production starring right. Bette no, Midler. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. But like now it's so far away that like I feel like I'm going to. Yeah. It's going to like hit me again. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, when probably the several times, but especially like right. It's gonna hit you when they confirm the rest of the cast. Oh. It's gonna hit you when the marquee goes up. Mm-hmm. It's gonna hit you when those those first uh, rehearsal photos mm-hmm. go out. It's gonna hit you when we get our tickets. It's gonna yeah. hit you the day we're standing in front of the show going in to see it. Yeah. Because the other thing is, I was listening to Lady Watch and they were talking about this, which is another great podcast. And Ryan, I think, pointed out that this is sort of our first real revival of Hello, Dolly, because every other Mm. revival was a reproduction of the original production. Absolutely. That's so true. And Warren Carlyle is choreographing this. Obviously, sort of the way that Fiddler nods to Jerome Robbins' choreography, Warren's going to, I think, nod to like our champions choreography, but it's going right. to be all new choreography and all new direction. That's very exciting. Not that we've seen any of the other sure, but productions, still, but. But still, it's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know. It's really exciting. Bette Midler. On Broadway. Singing. Oh my God. Who else? I just, I hope Rob McClure is in it. Oh, yeah. There could be a he role for be, him in there. He would be really good as Cornelius. Mm, I, somebody else dreamcast for us, um, Leslie Odom Jr. as Cornelius. Oh, okay. That too. And I'm trying to, like, I really only have seen the Nancy Opal version that we saw. I've never seen the movie. So I, like, vaguely remember. Actually, there's you know, like I two think, romances. There's like an A, her romance, yeah. and then a B romance, and then there's that crazy yeah. mini Fay character. So there's her like budding romance thing with Horace, who's like the rich dude. And then there's she goes into that hat shop, and there's like two la- the lady that owns the hat shop and her apprentice. And then there's I think Cornelius, and then his. Barnaby, isn't that what it is? Barnaby, that's it. Who was Charles Nelson Riley in the original? Oh, yeah. And so the and they those four become couples, and she basically like teaches them how to date, Mm. kind of right, because she's the Um, matchmaker, right? (laughs) But yeah, okay. I like. I, I the more I think about it, the more I think Leslie Odom Jr.'s 
energy matches Bette Midler's style mm. more than Rob McClure because I think Rob McClure is amazing, but he's really slapsticky and like what if he, he was would work better. Barnaby, what? isn't that more of like a comedic character? I don't remember which one's which. I'm also only going off of like Charles Nelson Riley, who I yeah. mostly know from like Match Game. I mean, like, okay, let me think. Who else? I don't know. I'm trying to think of who would actually. Well, and who, what's the, her, because the other thing is she's supposed to be finding a wife for the old guy, but then they get together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Horace, is that what his name is? Yeah. Like, who would that be? Because, and how old are, like, is Bette Midler playing her age? Is she 70? Which is fine. Like, Dolly Levi... You know, especially maybe 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 then in Horace should be played by John Cullum. I thought John Cullum too. Yay! I really did, and he's like eighty-five. So then I wasn't sure if not that he can't play younger or Bet can't match him because he's still you know he's got the energy right. f- for it. What about how old is James Earl Jones? Oh, he's old. <laughs> Oh, okay, never mind. (laughs) Um, Okay, what about an aged up, get this, aged up Norm Lewis? Oh, yeah. Age up Norm Lewis a little bit, age down bet a little bit. Yeah, he could get like his Javert like gray. Yeah, yeah. If he keeps all his gray in and adds a little bit more, yeah. that's perfect because she can age down 10 and he can age up 10. Mm. Listen, James Earl Jones is also 85, so. Oh, okay. I just okay. looked it up. No. So Norm Lewis, age Norm Lewis up. <laughs> I want it to be Norm Lewis. Mm. Oh my God, how amazing would that be? That, I mean, that's like also like not a singing role though. So that's kind of a disappointment that's if true. you put Norm Lewis in that's, it. Well, <laughs> that sort of opens us up then to a bunch of actors that yeah, we might true. not initially think of. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I got to have a think about it. I've already been trying to think about it. And it, it really depends on, on, on how they feel those two characters should be. Right. Totally. Um, yeah. Because I also looked up Carol Channing was like in her mid forties when she first was Dolly. And that makes complete sense as far as where we are now as to like when you can right. still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> like living right. your life on this planet. True. Like, God, 45, you pack it in, you know? <laughs> yeah, in like 1900? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, Bette Midler Whenever and all those costumes and those yonkers, hats. I always think of... Of Hello Dolly. Oh, that makes sense. Sure, sure. I, uh, whenever I like take the, the few times I've like taken the train through or whenever I was, you know, a few times going to stage or whatever, mm-hmm. drove that way. And I'm always, I think of that line in the movie when she's like, Yonkers, New York. And she just says it so weird. <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody else knows. I can't even remember when in the movie it happens. But whenever Barbara says Yonkers, really weird, where she's like, Yonkers. Interesting. I always think of that. Okay. Well, I mean, we could talk about this forever. True. But there's also more crazy news. Mm. Cats. It's happening. The revival is coming. 
Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I've never seen Cats I'm on super Alive. excited. And now I feel like you let me that the DVD. DVD I haven't, but now should I just wait? Should I experience when Cats? It, wait, is it coming this spring? Um, That's a good question. Let me... It, wait, I have the... I would say if it's coming this spring, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. If it's coming anytime later than just this spring or summer, watch it. It's okay. January. Yeah, it's a long time. Oh, right. This during the summer, it's coming. When? It's opening. It's previews begin July 14th. Watch it like now. Watch it now. Give yourself six months. Okay. And it's opening October 2nd. I mean, <laughs> August 2nd. Uh-huh. I think six months is a good amount of time for okay. source material for, to, for it to be far enough away. <sighs> Cats. I mean, I know the music fairly right, well. Right, right. And I know there's no the real story. No, they're definitely so. Isn't. It's just sort of like the spectacle of it. Yeah, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Magical cats, dramatical cats, dramatical. I love that. Cats, satirical cats. I don't know. I spectacle cats, disspectacle cats, romantical cats, pedantical cats. This is perfect. We can finally have our cats party. What? Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot we talked about that. The where everyone comes party. as their favorite Jellicle cat. Yeah. Oh, Which cat did I want to be? I can't remember. I think I was going to be... Oh, were you going to be the rabbinical cat? <laughs> I could be the rabbinical cat. That's funny. <laughs> I'll be the pedantical cat and I'll like carry around my big dictionary that you gave me. Because pedants oh, speak with big words. That's funny. That dictionary weighs like 50 pounds though. I know. It's also very, um, like, precious to me. So I probably wouldn't do that. I'd bring a regular dictionary. That's funny. That's funny, though. Um, gosh, I don't I don't even know what other kind of cats are the Jellicle cats that are for my costume. There's a lot of different kinds for you to choose from. Do we think wanna... Nicole Scherzinger is going to come with? I don't. I don't know. Is she more famous in the UK than she is in the US? I don't think so. I think she's less famous in the UK than uh, in the US. What's she famous for? She was in the Pussycat Dolls. Oh. Mm, then probably not. Hmm. Well, I, she, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. Hmm. Like I she was doing like hosting and judging things, but I feel like Maybe those shows aren't on anymore. I can't remember. I think she did America's Got Talent, which is still on. Hmm. Or no, she was a judge on The X Factor, which is not a show anymore. I don't know. I don't think that the people who know who she is are going to be swayed to see a musical because she's in it. I don't think so either. But I do think that um, people really liked her. And she's, you know, I don't, this sounds condescending to all pop singers, but like she's really talented. Right. And that's, well, I don't, like, I, that's to other no, people I, who I, think I, that. I, I, just, I like the disclaimer that you put on it. It's funny. I get what you, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like Mel C. Ugh, Mel C. Ugh, Mel C. I was listening to Spice Girls at work the other day because I, f- I made this amazing playlist that I've sneakily been able to get past all my coworkers because it has enough mm-hmm. variety and enough stuff that my coworkers really like that I can sneak in the stuff that oh, I really like. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah, yeah. And there were Spice Girls on there. And I nice. was like, God damn it, Mel C. Her voice is great. I know. I really wish she had still been in Blood Brothers when I was in the UK, but she was not, mm. alas. But there's, it's online. Mm. I mean, again, you know, bootlegs and whatever your feelings may be, but you can listen to Mel B sing. Right. You want to you want to hear something horrible that my coworker said while we were listening to this massive playlist I made? Okay, she called ABBA karaoke music. I don't, I don't even know what that means. Any she music is like, karaoke music. We well, sing along I know, to it, but in the in the context of what she was saying and implying, she was implying that like, oh right, that type of music that's just like really poppy and whatever, and you only it's only good for karaoke. And I was had nothing to say to her. I want to murder her. That's funny. I mean, all music that has words is karaoke music because you sing along to it. I know. I know. She's not that much younger than me, but she's probably a good... Actually, I don't know how much older or younger than me she is, but she definitely sort of like she's not... I don't think she's super familiar with ABBA, and she was like, ABBA's a joke to me because it's just like weird pop music, and I was like, "Um, it's the best pop music. It is perfect pop music. ABBA is like the pinnacle of what is good in pop music. Like, like if you want to know what makes great pop music, listen to ABBA. Yeah. That's what makes great, great pop music is ABBA. Uh, I've had a lot of pro ABBA conversations since my coworker said that the other day. It's uh, been bothering me, I guess. That's upsetting. But hey, whatever. I'm going to re-educate everybody at yeah. work about how great ABBA is by sneaking ABBA into yeah. this playlist. Play, that also has play like, the winner takes it all. And see oh, if- yeah. Oh, I put on gold. The, uh. the playlist that I made is ABBA Gold and more ABBA Gold, <laughs> Destiny's Child, yes. um, Spice Girls. Um, I think there's a, an Alicia Keys album on there. Mm. And then TLC. Perfect. And... Some other stuff. Hmm. I forget. That's the bulk of it. Uh. I probably put like some more, maybe some more Beyonce and some Nicki Minaj in there. You know. Yeah. Get a little contemporary. And then put it on shuffle. Oh, there's definitely Cher on there too. Oh, good. So that we don't have to listen to whale noises. <laughs> whale or noises. like a lot of jazz. Oh, jazz is hit or miss. Yeah. Well, I like jazz. Sometimes I need to listen to ABBA, though. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Especially when I'm working. It's great work music. It's great work music. It makes everybody I, happy. Right? I love listening to ABBA when I'm working. I could talk about this forever. I know. I know. But let's talk about an album that came out, which is the Hunchback of Notre Dame album. <gasps> I won't... I need to listen to it. I was trying to remember what was the song that blew my brains apart. Patrick Page sang it. Oh, Hellfire. Yeah. Yeah. I want to listen to that. It's great. I haven't Should, listened there was to something it yet. Else that I needed an album I wanted to buy the other day. Mm. But I'm very excited it's out because I really thought they were going to try and transfer it, and it looks like they're not going to. Um, mm. Which is fine because you, well, you also had issues with the production itself and it, it had its mm-hmm. issues. Its issues. I definitely concede to that. But 
uh, you know, it, it the album exists and it's very exciting, especially because I I should have double checked this, but I didn't. They had that choir that you would never be able to have on a Broadway stage right. because of the price. So I'm assuming that that choir exists on the cast recording and it's going to be amazing. I hope so. Me too. Well, it's not anything super new, but I realize that there's a Jill Scott album that I don't have. Ah. So I want to download that, but I'm mm. I'm really broke right now, so I got to wait a little while mm. before I can buy new music. Gotcha. But I listened to it on Spotify when I was at work the other day and it was excellent. Mm. I love Jill Scott. I love her music. That Hate on Me Hater song is just It's really so good. good. And it's she should be song. she should be Motormouth Maybell. Oh god, yes. Yes. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Carolee Carmelo had sort of the day off yesterday. Yeah. Kind of. She still <laughs> had to come into the city, but then she got to go home and enjoy the blizzard. Yeah, we got some good videos out of it. That's true. <laughs> She's like got blizzard fresh wet hair. um and then yeah well so then they get to have matt morrison's final show as we talked about already so that's good Mm -hmm. yeah even though they have oh god i was just gonna say have a nice last show matt morrison yeah have a nice after party i assume they might do a little shindig oh yeah probably and wait this is like Oh, okay. So Carolee has like two more weeks in the show. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I'm so excited for Tuck Everlasting. Me too. I am. I'm excited. I want to see the color purple again. <laughs> I was just thinking about theater that I wanted to see. Yeah, me too. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti Tweet of the Week. On January 19th at 9.55 p.m., Laura Benanti tweeted, hashtag I like musicals, hashtag 1995, hashtag Hello Dolly, accompanied by a link to her song that she just put out and a photograph of her as Dolly Levi in Hello Dolly in 1995, which was when she was in high school, I think. Oh, my God. It's perfection. Oh, my God. Like, it, my favorite thing is that the dress is way too big for her. Oh, absolutely. It's too big for her. <laughs> it's like the proportions are wrong. And it's like, it. yeah, it doesn't fit her. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Everybody go look at this. Also, just, you know, high school band room realness. There's like <laughs> these really great lockers behind her that have music notes on them. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. And the concrete wall. I just really... Just high schools doing shows <laughs> where you have to wear old age makeup. Oh, man. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.